Are your adrenal glands healthy? How can you tell? Your adrenal glands are often forgotten in a little known part of your body, but they are essential to your good functioning and they're even more important if you're under stress. This is a Dr. Lam show, empowering you to take control of your health. Today, we're going to talk about adrenal fatigue. And I'm Dr. Carrie Lam. And I'm Dr. Jeremy Lam. And in today's podcast, we're going to do a deep dive into adrenal fatigue and address some questions you may have about this condition and how it could really affect your body and health. So let's go first with describing, you know, what a typical adrenal fatigue sufferer and what they kind of go through. Now, the typical sufferer has a usually a long history and they look back and it could be five, 10 years or be much longer than that. Or it could actually be triggered from a very acute event, such as a traumatic accident or a relationship problem. But usually there is a first crack where, you know, you experience a little drop and then your body tends to recover. Now, this recovery can take weeks, months, or sometimes just even days. But normally, you know, our adrenal fatigue sufferers can point to a certain event where, you know, they experience this crack and they know that kind of that's when their body started heading downhill. You're right. Like ones that I've heard very often is sometimes a hysterectomy or sometimes uh, when they got put on antibiotics or when they underwent uh, some dental procedure and that just really stressed out their system or a significant life event where, um, you know, someone uh, in your family died or, uh, or, or they get down with an illness uh, whether it's Lyme's disease or some other infection, and they've had to really tackle that, okay? Those are some of the triggers that are very common. Right, and so these new acute stressors kind of attack the body when you already have underlying stressors coming on. And so, you know, when we don't kind of remove the uh, underlying stressors, then, you know, the body keeps repeating over and over, and the stress uh, tends to do more harm than good. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning of adrenal fatigue, you might not even think of that you have adrenal fatigue, right? In early stages, you might just say, oh, wow, I'm a little tired this morning. I need to drink some coffee. So you drink a cup of coffee or you take some sugary foods as, as snacks because you're like, you feel that dip in energy in the midday and you're able to get going, like no problems. But as time goes on and uh, you feel worse and worse, not only just one cup of coffee is going to make you feel better, then you go, you might um, go and see your doctor and they might put you on thyroid medication or things like that to help us stimulate your body or, or you, you feel like taking a nap, you might need to take afternoon naps to feel better. And pretty soon those stop working too, until you get to more of an adrenal exhaustion phase. And so there are differing steps to adrenal fatigue. It's not necessarily that you have to be bedridden, which is, you know, um, the very later stage in order to have adrenal, adrenal fatigue. Right. And oftentimes the, the symptoms that we see with adrenal fatigue are, like you said, just feeling very tired, sometimes hormone uh, imbalance or dysregulation, heart pounding or palpitations, uh, you know, electrolyte problems with maybe getting lightheaded but standing, sometimes also just feeling jittery yet also feeling wired and tired. Uh, feeling like you have a heavy burden on your shoulder. That's uh, one of the more co common complaints as well. 
And then also, you know, just uh, migrating joint aches or salt sugar cravings. As you can see, these uh, symptoms are all very, uh, just uh, all over the place as in, you know, they're not very specific to a certain uh, disease or condition. And that's what makes adrenal fatigue so uh, complicated and also difficult to deal with because it's a syndrome of these uh, different symptoms that when you look at it individually, it doesn't really point to any um, disease process. But when you look at it at a, as a complete picture, then that kind of points to, hey, maybe there's something underlying going on with the adrenals. You're right. Um, so if you were to go to your doctor with some of these symptoms, let's say you had palpitations, they might send you to a cardiologist. Or let's say you uh, have problems sleeping, they might give you a sleep medication. Or if you are depressed, they might give you an antidepressant. But who is actually, you know, who's looking at the whole big picture of, are these all related? Are these all symptoms related to each other? And should we be only giving um, medications as band-aids? Or should we try to get to that root cause of what could be causing all these symptoms, right? So that is very important. Right. And along that, that route is just, you know, the key is to be able to step back and look at this almost as if, you know, the body is trying to send us a signal. You know, your body is trying to tell you that, hey, medically, you're okay because the labs are normal, you know, but I'm alerting you that I'm not happy. My body inside is not happy. And that is the picture that most people unfortunately ignore. And also doctors, unfortunately, are not able to be alert uh, to be able to pick up these signals that the body is telling us. And so things just get worse and worse over time. And, uh, and these are adrenal, fixed, uh, adrenal fatigue sufferers who actually go through multiple doctors and get multiple treatments. And, you know, the, we, the treatments from medical doctors are very heroic, as, as, as we mentioned earlier, because from hormone replacement to thyroid replacement, you know, it's uh, what we're trained to do and what we can uh, kind of use as band-aids. But again, it's not getting down to the underlying root cause. And they might, you know, they, they do want to find out. So they do labs, but a lot of the times the labs do come back normal and you're like well what is wrong with me and why am i feeling this way even though you say i'm medically okay right um and so somehow there's a disconnect of the picture is not being uh, taken into account and so the people that we see for adrenal fatigue usually they've gone and seen many many doctors and they don't feel like they're improving unfortunately it's because um uh, conventional medicine does take into account a good majority of people, like the bell curve, 95% of the people can be taken care of very well. But how about on the, the sides, the, the people that are um, very rare or have very specific um, reactions to things or are very sensitive, they get tossed to the side because no one knows what to do with them. And those are the people that we definitely see a lot that fall into this adrenal fatigue picture. Um, and it's very important to not brush them aside, but to listen to all those signals that the body is sending, right? As things get worse and worse, your body will send you stress response symptoms. And that's what we um, go into our neuroendometabolic stress response, where the stress doesn't only affect one system like the adrenal, but it affects all organs and all types of systems in your body, the thyroid, the hormones, the gut, the brain, the nervous system, 
the cardiovascular system, the metabolism, and and stress. We tend to brush off also because we're a society that wants to be efficient and wants to be successful. But in reality, stress is what is causing a lot of these issues in our body. And if we don't take care of it, it can only worsen with time. So there are multiple reasons that uh, some patients are not able to recover from treatments uh, such as what we mentioned above, and because, uh, you know, they're not going for the root cause of the problem. And maybe they're not on the right path of really uh, adrenal fatigue sufferer. And there are people who, you know, go on the internet trying to uh, find the right path, also trying to go on the medical encyclopedia to kind of see if there's a standard protocol for recovery. However, from our experience, it really uh, takes a personal approach to uh, find the right recovery process. And it applies from person to person because every, everyone's uh, physiology and body makeup is very different. And especially if you find that you're a very weak and fragile person, then you know what works for another person might even backfire on you. So it's very important, you know, age can play a factor. Uh, your different uh, genetic components could also play a factor. Your uh, underlying medical history also plays a factor. So it really takes a personalized approach to be able to uh, get on the right track towards recovering your health. You're right. So if you're looking for someone to help you with that personalized approach and looking at the big picture and not just finding a symptom and giving you a Band-Aid uh, and getting to the root cause, you can definitely give our office a call at Lamb Clinic. Uh, our phone number is 714-709-8000. Set up an appointment to talk to one of us um, to be able to give you, you know, uh, to get you on the right track of your health, okay? And along with that line is, you know, oftentimes self-navigating is perhaps one of the most common mistakes that we see in uh, a lot of people. And it's because when you're self-navigating, you know, you don't have experience and you really don't know whether you're doing the right thing or not. You're just trying one thing or the other. And, you know, trial and error is great when you are young and when you're strong and when you're able to rebound. But in a lot of adrenal fatigue sufferers, your body is weak and fragile. And so trial and error can actually be very devastating. And you don't want to put your body through that. So it's better to uh, undergo uh, experienced uh, undergo an experienced provider who can help guide you through that so then your body doesn't go through further crashes. Right. Because everything that is personalized really means it's personalized. Somebody who's able to take vitamin C might not be able to take glutathione or something like that. And it also depends on the dosage and the delivery system. And so there's so many, so much information out there that can be very confusing. And each, for each person, someone might tolerate 10 grams of vitamin C and another person might only tolerate 500 milligrams. So uh, it is all dose dependent based on what the person's needs are and nutrient needs and uh, their, their constitution of their body. And like you said, the, the genetics and um, the toxins that they've undergone previously. Okay. And, and so it's very important to look at that, that big picture. And so don't worry if you're, if you're, if you're feeling like you're giving up hope and you, you don't know what to do, the best 
thing instead of self-navigating is to find a yeah a experienced healthcare practitioner who knows what they're doing to help guide you along all right and if you have any questions you can call our office 714-709-8000 make an appointment uh, with our functional medicine clinic now we have one uh, question that we hear all the time at the clinic and that's about how uh, people's lack of belief in adrenal fatigue or why adrenal fatigue is not more recognized in the medical uh, society. So Dr. Kerry, why don't you try to explain that more to us? Right. And so adrenal fatigue is not a conventional medical diagnosis, uh, meaning it's not in the ICD-10 code where insurance is used to bill based on certain diagnoses. But there are diagnoses like chronic fatigue uh, syndrome, or depression or insomnia. And when you think about it, isn't fatigue really just a symptom? Like what makes it a diagnosis, right? Like diabetes, you actually have a pathology in the, you have an issue with your pancreas or you have insulin resistance. There's objective labs to be able to diagnose. But, and then when you have depression, there's certain criteria of symptoms that show up that you can say, okay, this person has major depression. Um, uh, chronic fatigue, as a diagnosis, you have to just be fatigued for more than six months. And, and, and um, you also have to have some form of exercise intolerance or, or, or dizziness when you stand up and you have to be exercise, yeah, exercise intolerance or some dizziness when you stand up. And so adrenal fatigue is a relatively new discovery and has not reached that point of actually developing all these criteria because, because of the fact that it has so many symptoms and um, that are spanning so many other different diagnoses. It is, it is hard to also be able to diagnose because there's no objective a laboratory or structural issue with adrenal that can be able to diagnose adrenal fatigue. You know, there are um, issues in Addison's disease where you really, you, you don't have cortisol output or the other, on the other spectrum is you have Cushing's disease, which is you have too much cortisol output from the adrenals. For adrenal fatigue, if you were to cut open the, the, the adrenals, everything looks normal, right? Or if you were to do the um, labs, they would also come back normal. And so for this reason, it's been hard to assign this terminology to, to people in the medical world because it's not very easy to be able to say this set of people have adrenal fatigue. And so it, it might be hard for your doctors to understand, hey, but I'm having all these symptoms and it sounds like it's adrenal fatigue they would probably say, no, it's probably you have insomnia as a diagnosis, you have depression, you have anxiety, you have palpitations. But really, those are all just sets of um, symptoms. And um, adrenal fatigue is, is the, a collection of those symptoms. And we have this general understanding that, no, it's not a medical diagnosis, and we're, we can help people nutritionally with it. Um, but now what we're looking at it is more of a stress response, and we want to help the whole body deal with stress. So, right. so what you're actually saying is it might not just only be the adrenals, but have other systems that are involved, right? Mm -hmm. And our research has actually shown us over the years that, yes, the adrenal system is responsible for many hormones that regulate the body for well function. But the body's mm -hmm. response to stress is actually much more comprehensive than just the adrenal system. And because, uh, you know, stress is 
is just so constant in our in our daily lives it's really important that our body has a well-maintained system and so the system involves you know the stress response including the adrenals but then also includes uh, multiple circuits and we call it the neuroendometabolic stress response as dr carrie had mentioned before and that stress response has six circuits, the neuroaffect circuit, the hormonal circuit, the detoxification, the immune, cardionomic, and then also um, the, the um, bioenergetic circuit. And so these circuits have multiple systems and systems in it, and they're all designed to act in unison to work together when stress arrives and try to deal with the stress and fight off the stress, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so thanks for explaining about the neuroendometabolic stress response. And uh, everyone probably has the burning question, well, now what do I do, right? If, if I have all this stress and I am having these symptoms, what is the best thing for, for me to do, Dr. Jeremy? Well, the best thing to do is to look at your whole body and try to look at, you know, which of your circuits are not functioning properly and which one is dysregulated. Normally, the weakest circuit is the one that presents most of the symptoms at first. So then, you know, targeting that circuit uh, would be the first step. And uh, not only really targeting that circuit, but really understanding and approaching it from a systematic approach. So you have to look at your body and make sure you know we're looking at the circuits that are involved, but also taking a look at your other circuits to make sure that they don't become even worse in the process of while we're trying to help you know one of the, your weakest circuit get better. Mm-hmm. Like for like for example, if it's the hormone circuit, we want to look at the adrenals, the thyroid, and the reproductive organs, right? And and then we help nutritionally with each. Um, organ system, the adrenals, they probably need vitamin C, vitamin B5, you know, and the thyroid needs thyroid support, the hormones need hormone support. So, so that's what a hormone circuit dysfunction would look like. And you need to deal with that first versus someone with a detox issue might have liver congestion that they need to clear that out or in order to get rid of their their paradoxical reactions to being very sensitive to supplements. And so each person is very uh, personalized, right? In that you need to look at which circuit has an issue, like you said, dominant, and deal with that first. Um, and then the, the next thing to do is provide the nutrients and the lifestyle changes to reduce the stress. But in a, a, again, in, in a very personalized way, because not everyone can tolerate the same amount of nutrients, which we talked about previously. And so, what is very important is that if you don't know how to interpret these symptoms that your body is producing, then there is help, right, to, to guide you and to put you on this path. And if you self-navigate, sometimes you could get worse, sometimes you might get better. It's if you are tired of um, going down this downhill spiral and you've been tired for many years, then we are here to help you again, okay, at our office. And you can call us 714-709-8000 for appointments. We do telemedicine. We also um, do in-person visits. And so if no one is understanding what you're going through, it's very important to speak to someone who is because know that you are not alone. And we are here to 
really empower you to take control, to get, to get control of this stress response that you're going through and get to the root cause of the issue. That's right. So if you've enjoyed this information or found it useful, please subscribe to our podcast channel. This is the Dr. Lam Show podcast. Thanks for being with us today. And remember that we're here to empower you to take control of your health. This podcast has been produced and broadcast solely for informational and educational purposes by Lam Clinic. Statements and views expressed in this podcast are not medical advice and have not been evaluated by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. The products and supplements discussed in this podcast are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. If you believe you may have a medical condition, please consult your own doctor. Opinions of guests are their own, and Lamb Clinic does not endorse or accept responsibility for any of the statements and views made by guests. The views and opinions of guests in the podcast are their own and do not reflect those of Lamb Clinic. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. In some cases, individuals on the podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in the products or services referred to herein. Podcast listeners should always seek the advice of their physicians or other qualified health providers with any questions they may have regarding their own medical conditions. Podcast listeners must always continue to follow the advice of their personal physicians for all of their medical needs.